wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes! 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 For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Stupid idiot. Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Party's over, Grandpa. Kane was there! Kane was there too! Yeah! No enhancement needed. This ain't Monday Night Raw! This fight's right! It's Wrestle Rant Radio. Folks, we're back here on WrestleRant Radio for February 8th, 2018. A few short weeks away from Elimination Chamber. We got Fastlane after that. WrestleMania quickly approaching. As always, an exciting time to be a wrestling fan right here on WrestleRant Radio. Before we get started, quick plug. If you guys want to check out the show, every single Thursday, the episodes are up, obviously, on NextDayWrestling.net, but also on iTunes. Simply search up WrestleRant Radio on the Apple Podcast app. You get every archived episode from the last five years and the new episodes on iTunes with the click of a button. So be sure to do that. Get the episodes as soon as they're downloaded on early Thursdays, Thursday afternoons, whenever they might be up. But speaking of the archives, someone we've had here on the show multiple times before. It's been well over six or seven months since he's been last year on the show. Always happy to have him here on WrestleRant Radio. we got John Ritland, the star of Real Honestly with John Ritland from YouTube, at Reborn Again on the Twitter machine, one of my best friends from Twitter for the last five years. John, welcome back to the show. How you doing, dude? Man, I am doing good. How about you? Doing good, doing good. Man, What's been going on man, recently? You know, a, a whole lot of wrestling. I mean, but I'm just going to say quickly, <clears throat> iTunes. iTunes for your show. I mean, I, I said you, I said your channel and everything and your stuff is going to grow, and by God, it has. So great job on that. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate that. Okay. Your channel, too. I mean, oh, your yeah. channel, I was one of the first people to check out your channel years ago, and you used to be on Ustream and all this other stuff. Now it's on YouTube and growing all the time, and you're posting regular videos, and it's awesome. And now you have this new set for your videos. Well, but before we get started with anything else, talking about Jason Jordan Raw and SmackDown, I do want to talk about your videos a little bit. People can subscribe, like I said, Real Honestly with John Ritland. What's the exact name of the YouTube channel if people want to subscribe to it, though? Um, basically there's a link in, there's a link on my Twitter, on my Twitter profile. Okay. I would just recommend checking that, but it's, you know, real honesty with John Redland is the name of the uh, channel. <laughs> of course, anybody that's, I want to say a fairly new subscriber, at least in the past year, you know, you could check out uh, what's helped it is, you know, being over at my best friend's house, the Durbinator and at the Durbinator on Twitter. That's the new set as you guys, as you've noticed. Yeah, that's pretty much just it. It's just, it's um, Real Honesty with John Ritland, and yeah, a, a ton of videos. I mean, I think I just, I think I'm over 1,200 videos now, and that's even with having deleted a bunch of older stuff that didn't get any views. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from 1,000 views in like June 16, and then nearly 80,000, like 78,000 now. Damn, damn, dude, congrats. That's great. Right. That's awesome. I'm shocking. I'm shocked. Well, in addition to the reviews, obviously we'll be talking about Raw and SmackDown. People could check out your thoughts on the shows on your YouTube channel. You review all the shows, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, 205 Live, all that stuff. Um, but I know Even you do some New Japan shows. New Japan shows, too. I know you, you had done a review for uh, New Beginning. Was that correct? Yes. I Yeah, I mean, it's like I only watched the first day because I was going to watch the second day, and I'm like, I fell asleep in the computer chair, and I'm going to go back to bed. 
like with the way the Japan shows are, they're on at like one a.m. in the morning. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. If I gotta work the next day, ugh. yeah, definitely not a pretty combo. But uh, yeah, definitely check out your reviews of New Japan, Raw, SmackDown, all that other stuff. I know from time to time you also do some, you know, theme stuff. You talk about old pay per views. Uh, anything you have coming up? I know you also have a lot of ideas for videos you're gonna do. Any any sneak peeks you can give here on the show? Um. Yeah, the former JJF tweets Baron fifty three suggested uh, like a ten talents that I was wrong about that won me over, and I can tell you right now that one of them is going to be on there is the Miz because it, not, it's not that they didn't see passion for it, I just didn't think he was going to make it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, just because of backstage heat and looking at the guy and like he doesn't look like he could whip anybody, he can talk. Um, that, and I'll probably, I mean, I might do another Mania show. I will actually talk about Hogan's ego trip in 93, mm-hmm. where Hogan made the right decision to put over the younger, wait, no, he didn't put over <laughs> Yokozuna until the WrestleMania King of the Ring 93. Yeah. Oh, God. And I will do a reflection on that. Now, that kind of stuff, and maybe uh, some more top tens. I'm going to start reviewing all the Clash of Champions from the NWA WCW days. Um, because of course I remember that stuff because I was seven years old when the first Clash of Champions hit. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> that is nuts. I know that. Yeah, that kind of stuff. That's just it, it's just gonna be more of the same. Some more reviews. I mean, <clears throat> planning on taking WrestleMania weekend off so I can perfect. You know, my yeah, my first vacation in like eight years. Um, to take uh to just enjoy watching you know watching the reviews and you know, I don't know watch them with my best friend and just you know watch and review them and just see what happens and hopefully after the 20 hours of uh, WWE content they're going to post during that <laughs> weekend but enough of just Wrestlemania the whole weekend is going to be about 30 hours yeah yeah <clears throat> it'll be fun I just please don't have Undertaker wrestle yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. A lot of yeah, a lot we'll of news on Undertaker. Yeah, we could definitely go more in depth at that and what's kind of in store for him on WrestleMania season. Um, but real quick before we kind of get started with that, I I think this is a perfect topic to ask you of all people. This just dropped this past week. I want to get your thoughts on this. I don't know if you tweeted about this or not. Um, but WWE Network just released all the old Coliseum Home videos on the WWE Network, like a bunch of them from like '85 to '93. Were you aware of that? Were you going to check any of them out? I, I I was aware that they were doing them, and it's like I I was all for it because as long as they because some of them were edited like you know for VHS and VHS had the runtime where you could only do you, know, you could only have a certain amount of content on VHS mm-hmm. like it was like well I mean WrestleMania four was how long that was and that was a bit too long of a show two uh, it was two uh, VHS tapes yep. So I'm all I'm all for it. I mean, I, I'm going to check some of them out at some point. I'm really excited that they added some Mid South wrestling and they added some Mid Atlantic wrestling too. Because now the network's having more content instead of these newer shows like Storytime and 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 I mean, Unfiltered with Renee Young hasn't like had anything for a while. But yeah. That that one's fine, but it's like any of the story time or any of those. It's like no one cares about any of these. <laughs> You're same with Ride Along, and it's not that Ride Along isn't funny. Why aren't you putting these production values there? You're paying Brock Lesnar like untold amounts of money yeah. to show five times a year, and <laughs> you're cutting back Pyro. 
cut back some of these shows and put up your older content on there. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I've done, going back just for a second, I've done other reflection shows on older stuff. Recently, I just watched the Saturday Night's Main Event where they did a, they did the angle with the double Hefners. You know, Dave and Earl Hefner. Yeah, because wasn't that 30 years ago this past week or something? That was actually 30 years, yeah, it was 30 years ago Monday. Oh, wow. Um, And Hogan, boy, Hogan, I, I had not seen Hogan that upset since Brooke Hogan uh, found the hidden camera that he had. <laughs> wow. I, I, no, no chill. None at all. Anyway. <laughs> no um, chill. It was great. It was great. It, it was good stuff. I mean, it was just sad to see Andre at that point in his career. Yeah. Because he would hit a clothesline or he'd a punch. Like, oh. I mean, look, the man, the man lived to be 46 or, yeah, 45, 46, which is impressive. Yeah, for a guy his size, yeah. And the fact that he had the ticking clock. I mean, technically we all do, but he had a ticking clock because there was surgery yeah. uh, available for his acromegaly or however you say it. But yeah, that kind of stuff. Those shows. I like those kind of shows. I like watching some of the older WCW stuff. I watched Bunkhouse Stampede 88 recently um, and the Royal Rumble 88 mm-hmm. uh, against my better judgment. But <laughs> and uh, but it's like that kind of stuff because they took place on the same day because that was in the brief time where Jim Carter Promotions and WCW were doing their stint. You know, like where, oh, you're going to uh, try to can us uh, – on Survivor Series or with Survivor Series, we're going to run Bunkhouse Stampede. Okay, I'm going to run Royal Rumble '88. Well, we're going to run a Clash of Champions at WrestleMania. <laughs> and it was like, it was like, like two kids. Like, no, you're going to do this. I'm taking my toy and going, oh, mm-hmm. well, my toy's better. That's just what it was. <clears throat> but it was fun. It was it was fun to watch some of those older shows. Well, speaking of Andre, real quick, are you, oh, sorry, are you, are you uh, looking forward to the Andre documentary they're going to be putting up on HBO in the next, uh, I think, later, I, I think after am, WrestleMania? I am, I am actually excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I may not, I'm, I mean, I can't remember if my cable package has HBO, but at some point I will watch it if they put it up on Netflix, perhaps. If I have HBO, I'll try to watch it. <laughs> but I don't. As long as they treat it right, HBO usually gets the stuff right, like the real sports with, I think it's Brian Gumble, mm-hmm. or however they say it, they usually go pretty in-depth on that stuff. Um, I think it'll be similar to the 30 for 30. Did you see the 30 for 30 uh, with Ric Flair that ESPN did? Yeah, that was great. It, it really was. Scary to think, because it was over the course of like 15 months, like, years where Rick had finally gotten sober and good for him mm-hmm. um, but yeah I'm really excited about the stuff with Andre they need to do a documentary like this now because it may not be around in 5 or 10 years mm-hmm. well who is that I think I, I, mean, I think it broke up with you for a second there oh <clears throat> sorry there's a lot of wrestlers that worked with him that may not that, that may not be around in five to ten years. Oh, under the giant. Okay, yeah. Yeah, under the giant. Yeah, yep. sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, well, people like Eddie Biasi, Randy Savage is unfortunately no longer here. They, the, they may talk. I saw the trailer, and it's like, you know, I mean, yeah, guys like Hogan worked with him. I think they should have Jesse Ventura talk about him. I mean, I He'd be a good person will. to talk to, yeah. Well, I mean, if he stays out of the conspiracy theory. <laughs> if he takes a break from his conspiracy theory show for a few minutes to talk about it, I think he'd be, he'd be great. Yeah, you want to talk about somebody bitter? Ventura strikes me as somebody bitter. I don't know why. Yeah. 
he's made money. He's made money in Hollywood. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with him nowadays. Do you think actually real? I don't. We don't talk about politics here on the show. But real quick, as a side note, do you think if he ran for president the same year that Trump and Hillary did, do you think he might have had a decent chance of winning? I mean, looking at the pool of people on both sides, you know, of you know both both parties, I think Ventura would have had just as good of a chance as anybody. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. At least he was always real. Yeah. He was always real. I mean, he was always insane and still is, but, I mean, why not? There's a celebrity in the White House now, so, I mean, why not Ventura? Yeah, I don't see why not. Just, I, I was thinking about that a while ago. He probably had as much of a what? fighting chance as anyone else. Well, like the 2004 Hall of Fame, like, ceremony. Maybe mm. in 2008, maybe we ought to put a wrestler in the White House. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that didn't happen, which it's a good thing, but, yeah. Mm. No, no, no. I just I like the older stuff. I'm excited for the Andre thing. What about what or Andre the Giant documentary? What about you? Yeah, I think it should be good. Um, they usually do a great job with these type of documentaries, whether it's WWE doing them, whether it's HBO or like you said, ESPN or the Ric Flair one. I've yet to see a bad documentary on anyone, and I'm hoping they kind of go, you know, they don't just uh you know, sugarcoat everything and kind of show the bad side of Andre too, if there was one. So I'm kind of looking forward to that and how much they really explore with Andre the Giant. But uh, speaking of documentaries, real quick, before we get into all this stuff from this past week, did you see the uh, WWE 24 on Orlando, WrestleMania 33 from last week, and did you enjoy it? I did, and that pretty much is why I was saying, please don't undertake a wrestle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after the comments you made in the show, yeah. You, you were there. You were at the show. Yes, um, yes. And it must have been sad to see Taker like that. Yeah, it was sad to see him. I mean, before even, like, yeah, I mean, it was sad to just to see him retire, obviously, but just to see him walk down to the ring. They didn't even have him do the full entrance because the guy couldn't walk that far, probably. But, yeah, the match was yeah. just no good. And I don't, I mean, remember a couple years ago, I think it was four years ago at this point, which is crazy to think about that the streak has been over for that long, the Brock Lesnar match. Right. And people were saying at the time, oh, they did that on purpose. You know, they wanted to make Undertaker look bad on purpose. That was the whole story of the match. I'm like, I don't think that was on purpose. I think he just looked like shit because he was concussed or whatever. And it just was not a yeah. good match at all. He just looked terrible. And he hasn't looked all that good since. He's had a few, like the, the Hell in a Cell match with Brock, I thought, a couple years ago was great. But beyond that, it's like yeah. the guy's been, he's been on, you know, uh, on his last legs for the last few years now. And at WrestleMania, that was... That was it, and he said as much in the documentary that I don't want to become a parody of myself, and I think a lot of people would argue that he kind of already has. So I he, completely agree. hope he doesn't return it uh, to wrestle again. The end of an era match, I would argue, should have been it. If Absolutely agree. To do the match, yes. Yeah, if you want to do the match with Punk, I get it, because that was a pretty good build. If the streak was broken, okay, whatever. I would have flipped it and had Brock beat Cena and had Bray in the that would have been interesting, yeah. Think about it. One wouldn't allow Mania and then continue to lose and basically be seen as a loser. Who was his WWE title win last year? He was still seen. It was like, okay, let's see if they build And they didn't. They put maggots <laughs> projected onto the mat. Yeah. Ugh. Awful. Um, I did love the documentary, though. I, You know, Mania 33 was better than 32. I will say that much. It was. Yeah, 32 is hard to beat in terms of being just abysmal, yeah. Uh, I I present you number nine and number two. 
Oh, yeah, no, I'm talking about just in recent years. Yeah, number oh, number nine is years. one of the worst. Oh, okay. Okay. What about, uh, <laughs> would you put, what would you say real quick is the worst WrestleMania of all time? For me, nine and 11 have got to lead the list. I would, in 2017. I would almost say number two, yeah, I would almost say number two uh, should be in the conversation, because, but it was sort of inoffensive. It, it, because Roddy Piper did get the boss. I would, as much as I do camera on 11, it felt more like a Raw episode because Raw, of course, was like at that point about two and a quarter years old. Yeah. I would say nine for sure, mainly because of the ending. It just felt for the fact that Raw was in its infancy still, but they had a better way to build the pay-per-views. It just felt like a thrown-together card. I mean, you had crushing Doink, which was actually built pretty well. Tatanka should have beaten Shawn Michaels for the title. Mm-hmm. Hogan and Beefcake should have won the tag team titles, but nope, the tag titles were beneath Hogan. <laughs> yeah. And Randy and Randy Savage gave him that black eye, mm-hmm. reportedly, allegedly, kind of. No, wait, it was Thugs that DiBiase paid off. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, yeah. In the end of in the end of it, just I had no issue with Yoko's even as a twelve year old kid. No issue with Yoko's in a winning. Okay, everything has to come to an end, and then Hogan comes out. And somebody mentioned it. I forget who it was. Somebody mentioned it to me on Twitter. The original Money in the Bank concept where Hogan cashed in and <laughs> won the title. Except he didn't earn it. No, he didn't earn it at all. And Brett said it best in one of his documentaries. I think it might have been the first one. That's, you know, he didn't realize just how much it meant to him until they took it away from him. He's like, no, that's not fair. That He's got my belt. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody can have their opinions of Brett all they want. He's still my favorite superstar of all time, even though he needs to stop blaming Seth Rollins. Yeah. Did you hear did you hear um, that uh Jason Jordan getting hurt was Seth Rollins' fault? Yeah, yeah. Bret Hart, Bret Hart <laughs> was in it was in his home yelling, I told you so. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sure he said the same thing about Dean Ambrose Dean. though. Oh god. Uh, speaking of Dean, how is he wrestling with that injury for like two months? Was that what it was? I know that was rumored. I don't know if that was the actual case, but I'm sure that it was. I think it was a lingering issue and they didn't get it taken care of until until December, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure what the latest well, is on him. I don't know. I mean, they they said he'll be back in nine months, but that's WWE. Like, remember with Strowman last year, they said he'd be back in like seven months, and he was only gone yeah. for like a few weeks. So he could be back in the next few uh, months. We'll see. I actually would not be surprised if they somehow include Seth Rollins in some match at the Elimination Chamber. They have Ambrose appear. Maybe do another tag title match. Dear God, I hope not. Yeah, I would hope not. Amber- yeah. Ambrose is his surprise partner, mm-hmm. and you have Ambrose turn on Seth Rollins, costing him the match, and then you build to that. That would actually be a lot. Ba- I mean, I feel bad for Jason Jordan. Don't get me wrong, but it's like to me, even if he wasn't hurt, because we'll talk about Jordan now. Because it's WWE.com reported on Tuesday that he underwent successful neck surgery, and PW Insider was reporting even before that earlier on in the week that he could be out for upwards of a year with the same injury that Edge had and Stone Cold had and a few others. Um, so he might be out for a while, and obviously he won't be at Chamber. It doesn't look like he'll be at WrestleMania, which sucks for him. But to me, and to many other people, I don't think Jordan versus Rollins, for as much as it made sense right now, it's just not a WrestleMania-worthy match. And oh, I know we've seen Rollins and Ambrose a bunch of times, but it much rather feels like a WrestleMania-worthy bout than 
you know, Rollins and Jordan at WrestleMania. What, what were your thoughts on that? What, what do you think the what the what do you think the road to WrestleMania has in store for Rollins going forward now? Well, I'll just say this: Rollins versus Jason Jordan isn't even a Raw main event worthy match. Exactly. So, I mean, that's nothing. That is nothing against Jason Jordan, who is an incredible athlete. But this storyline, even if he hadn't got injured, doomed him. Doomed him. Mm-hmm. Even him turning heel was going to doom him because they were going to have to scrub all this, you know, stink of it off. <clears throat> um, Rollins. Um, if they don't do something with him, versus uh, if they don't do if they if Ambrose suddenly doesn't appear, mm-hmm. I mean they can have. I mean you can't have him win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. They can do something big with him. You can't give him just a random tag team partner and say like have him and I don't know him and you know, somebody versus the bar. What's that? Like Goldust or something like that. Like that'd oh, be completely okay. random. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, he wouldn't be teaming with a black guy again. So, <laughs> I mean, because that's going to be an inside joke doing what Gold does. It's like in three different generations he's done that. Booker T. Actually, well, uh, yeah, well, I mean, well, he tried tag teaming with Ahmed Johnson. It didn't work so well. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, Ahmed oh, Johnson. Oh, wait, that was, oh, oh, wait, that was, oh, wait, that was just the mouth to mouth thing where Ahmed Johnson got upset. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm not sure what they would do with Seth Rollins because you can't really include him in the IC title feud. I mean, even though with him and Miz, it started and then it kind of went nowhere. If it's just an idea, if they don't have it, you know, come to fruition that Jeff Hardy's going to come back in time. My idea is have Bray and Matt have have State Sanity debut right at the Chamber or something like that. Because <clears throat> I was going to have it the night after Rumble. Have them debut at, uh, have, have Matt and Bray get beat up. Have them have like a singles match at Elimination Chamber. And they get beat up by Sandy. The lights go out, Sandy's in the ring, and they beat him up. And say somebody joins him. If Jeff Hardy can't join him, have Seth Rollins join him. Mm-hmm. It would be random, but you're telling me that Seth Rollins couldn't get some good performances out of the guys in Sandy? Yeah, give him a great you know, rub. Former world champion, yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting idea. Yeah, you'd have former world champions on both sides because remember, Eric Young was a former world champion, and it had nothing to do with the Daniel Bryan thing. No, why would anybody say that? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know what you would really do with Rollins because Joe may be out for a bit. Um, he may not be out that long. He might be back pretty soon. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, yeah, it would suck if he missed this mania since he was cleared for last year's mania. And you only had Finn and uh, Samoa Joe. You could have just put that match together with a few weeks build, and you could have had that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like they couldn't have cut the Lowrider Pitbull concert off. Yeah, the <laughs> critic. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it was kind of pointless when you have other people that deserve to be in the card. I agree. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just that's just my opinion on. It. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know what Pitbull is. I don't know. I don't know what he is. And I know one of I, who his favorite chipmunk is. It's not Chip. It's Dale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, with, with Rollins, unless it's the ideas I suggest, or suddenly returning Ambrose, I'm not sure what you do. You don't leave him off the card. Obviously, I don't know what you could do with him. How about this? Because I've been. I was thinking about this a while ago, even before Jordan got hurt. Because to me, this is more of a WrestleMania-worthy match, and it's it's a little random, but it's it's a lot less random than doing you know Rollins. I mean, I guess you could do Rollins and Miz, but I feel like Miz would be better fit for uh, 
uh, Finn Balor or Strowman if they were going to do that match, as rumored. But what if you did Rollins and Kurt Angle one-on-one? Because you could have maybe Angle say to or Angle say to Rollins, like, you know, you made my son feel bad or whatever, some shit like that. I don't know, because you can always connect it back-to-back because, you, you know. He heard my it. son worked hard for you and got injured, and it's your fault. Exactly. Something along those lines. And I think if anyone can get a great match, bring back the, the angle of old, get a great match at a Kurt Angle, it would be Seth Rollins. Yeah, actually, that's not a bad idea. Actually, that's, probably, that's actually probably the best idea they go with, honestly. Um, it, it Just please don't give us Survivor Series Kurt Angle, where he didn't look like he did an angle slam at all. Yeah, he didn't look too good at Survivor. He was fine. He looked he looked good at TLC too, but it's like, yeah, I, I want the the old Kurt Angle, which I know is still in there. He was only wrestling in TNA, having very good matches there only two years ago. So maybe it's just the fact right. that he's not wrestling all the time that's the issue. Um, but I don't know. If, if it's not Rollins, I don't think Kurt wrestles at WrestleMania, which I guess is okay, but it's like, why the fuck would you have not... Why wouldn't you have Kurt Angle wrestle? Instead, have you have Shane wrestle instead. I don't think there's much of a draw in Shane wrestling for the third straight year in a pointless match against whoever on the SmackDown side. We still don't know what was in the lockbox either. Exactly. Like, there's so many things about the Shane story. I mean, I love Shane, but it's like the old lockbox that went nowhere. And it's, I don't know, it's just... To me, it's totally pointless to have Shane wrestle again at WrestleMania. Even if Daniel Bryan does come back, which I don't think is happening, but I don't know. I don't, I don't no. really see the point of having a Shane match at WrestleMania or a, a Triple H match at WrestleMania. I'd much rather see Kurt wrestling than Triple H at this point because Triple H wrestling at WrestleMania serves no purpose to me. None. Even if you put over Rollins, that, that match was way too long last year. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a really good match, but it lasted a little longer than it should have. I agree. I I like your idea of having Kurt face Rollins to me because it's like it would be a good plan B and Kurt have enough time to get into ring shape and in spite of it's not Seth Rollins' fault that Sting got hurt. Sting said it. Finn said it's not his fault. Others have said it's not his fault. Accidents happen. I think that Seth is a safe worker. Well, yeah, I mean, he wasn't, you know, facing Jordan anyway. He was his tag team partner, so it wasn't like he had hurt him legitimately anyway. But, yeah, no, I agree with that assessment that, you know, I think he's a safe worker. Just, you know, shit happens. Yeah. I think think Seth and Kurt would actually probably be the best. I mean, because the rest of what I came up with was just really blue sky in it because I'm like, because they could have Braun versus Triple H. I mean, they could play off the Super Series stuff. You know, Braun... It'd be a big match for for Braun in the ring. I don't know how how good it would be. I'm sure it wouldn't be that good at all. But you know, at least it the would big be match. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But at least it's the big match for Braun because you know last year you talked about Samoa Joe being left off the card. Braun was in the fucking battle royal on the kickoff show and got tossed halfway through, which was beyond weird. Yeah. Um, so he deserves a big match this year, whether it's with Triple H or maybe teaming with Ronda Rousey or facing the Miz. The guy's got to be prominently featured because. He is way too over to be ignored for this year's WrestleMania. It is frightening just how over he is compared to where he was in, I mean, obviously 2015, but 2016 before the brand split. Oh, where are they going to go with him? And then they gave him new music and had him squash guys. And I was like, at first, like a couple months later, I'm like, oh, this is working. Yeah, and it got over, yeah. (laughs) And, And, oh, God. Back to the Orlando thing. They... The 
way they build Reigns. Oh, Reigns is going to retire the Undertaker. He's going to get cheered and this kind of stuff. Two weeks later, Braun's beating them up. The crowd's chanting, deserve yeah, yeah, this is working. Yeah, yeah. this is good. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, they haven't really... The thing with Roman, I don't know. I mean, obviously, all signs point to Roman and Brock at WrestleMania. Roman is confirmed for the Elimination Chamber match coming up. So far, we already know Roman's going to be in it. we got Elias, John Cena, Braun Strowman. Um, someone else qualified this past week, The Miz. And then uh, we'll find out yeah, next Miz, week as yeah. well. Yeah, we'll find out. I think we got uh, Hardy, Wyatt, Cruz, and Balor in, in the qualifying match. Obviously, Roman's going to win it. Roman has to win that match, right? And if not him, then who else could it be? What What, what do you think is going to come out of that Elimination Chamber match in a few weeks? They might, with the new padding, they might as well add a McDonald's land ball pit. And just <laughs> the first person to get pinned in the pit. You know, the first person to get the pin in the ball pit. Went, no, in all seriousness, Roman's going to win it. Um, there's no reason not to. Even though I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just... <laughs> I'm not a fan necessarily of doing Roman versus Lesnar again. I can see their match in Mania 31 wasn't bad. But it wasn't great. You need to revisit it. Especially three years later when Brock doesn't look like he cares. Yeah, the guy just, just isn't, just I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. The match quality could be good because I really enjoyed that first match, but it's like, and predictability isn't always a bad thing, but uh, I don't know. At this point, I've just kind of come to accept it because we've known for literally like a year at this point that we're getting it, so it's kind of, it's hard to complain, but it is, you know, it's it's there's nothing wrong with complaining about it because it just should not be happening. There's many other people that well, that spot should go to. They've already crowned Roman Reigns like three or four times at this point in WrestleMania, so why would this one be any different? Right. Well, and here's and here's my thing about it. There are fans that are saying, "Well, Roman, <clears throat> like a particular friend of mine, um, said about Oscar that oh, it should have been somebody else that won the women's Royal Rumble. That Oscar gets shoved down people's throats." And then I tell her, I said, "How many main events has Oscar had at um, pay per view and at WrestleMania?" The answer is Roman Reigns has been shoved down people's throats. Now, has he had good matches? Yes, the feud with Braun last year pretty much was one of the best feuds of the year. At least I yes, would argue that. Definitely. Um <clears throat> but how many guys had main evented four straight WrestleMania's or more? I can answer that. It was Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. That's it. Five through nine because he technically did main event WrestleMania nine, unless we covered before. Other than that, John Cena at twenty seven through twenty nine is the last man that has done three straight. And then it's been Roman Reigns 31 to now full. I forgot about that. I never really realized that that Roman has main evented, yeah, that many WrestleManias in a row at this point. It's kind of crazy to think about. I mean, what was it? He was the opening. I think they were in the opening match at WrestleMania 29, the Shield versus Show, Orton, and Sheamus. Yep. That was a great team. Um, and then they squashed uh, Corporate Kane and the, the middle-aged outlaws at WrestleMania 30. <laughs> yep. And then they had uh, the problem is the match quality for uh, for Roman's main events has gotten steadily worse. Thirty one was the the apex, and they couldn't get him over. They had to have Rollins go down and cash in, or otherwise fans were going to burn the arena to the ground. And then thirty two, oh god, the match with Triple H, so boring. That was an awful way to close the show. 
33 one, and look, I don't fault, <clears throat> I don't fault Reigns, I don't fault Taker. Well, I kind of fault Taker in the sense that he should know when to call it quits. He's been wrestling since 1984. He, even with injuries, even with the back injury in 94, they kept him out for half the year. Even with that tech injury and stuff like that, they kept him out for September 99, he came back as the American Badass. Other injuries that he's had, the man should not be wrestling in 2017 or 2018. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, but just with Reigns, it's like they've done the start-stop thing with him so much. If they had held to their, if they had held to their goal right at TLC 2015 of how they booked him, beating the crap out of everybody, hitting you know a Triple H with a chair, doing that, not having him cut lengthy promos, not with any suffering succotash, none of that. Yeah. Could have worked, maybe. I don't know how long it would have worked, but it could have worked. Would have been worth a shot, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then they went right back to booking him badly a few weeks later. They had him taken out of the 2016 Rumble for a bit with that table spot, and then fans ran shit all over it. It's like have Reigns beat up on the outside, but not taken to the back. Mm-hmm. You can have people struggle in this kind of stuff. You had the, the Rock in 2001 got choke slammed by Big Show through the announce table. After Big Show made his big return, Rock got back in the ring after some time selling and continued the match. They overdo it with Reigns, and it's not working. You're not going to get for a guy that we know is the next guy, for better or worse. And one, Lesnar and Reigns should not main event WrestleMania. It should actually be Styles and Nakamura. I think it's got to be. I mean, I don't think it is, unfortunately. I think it will be Roman and, and, and uh, Roman and Brock. But it absolutely should be Styles and Nakamura. The, the main event, realistically, I know this is a business, and they go with what they want to do on last. They, they'll just do what they want. But realistically, the match that should go on last should be the match that you know is going to be the best match in the card. Like, easily. I mean, right. I know there's a few undercard matches that... That might be the best that you're not going to put in the main event, but this is a WWE title match. Like, how could you not go with this as the main event? And just because his name isn't, neither one of them are Samoan, and they're not named Roman Reigns, that's why, but it's like, that should be the main event of the show, no doubt. I mean, I did rewatch the Wrestle Kingdom match that Styles Nakamura had, and that was great. Great stuff. Um, if I, they won't. They won't let him go to that point, even though Styles and Nakamura at this point are capable, more than capable, of still delivering that match, even a couple of years afterwards. Even with Styles being at 40, I think almost 41, and Nakamura getting near 40. That's not knocking, but everybody has a time limit. Everybody, you know, injuries catch up and everything. Yeah, of course. But if you don't, if you don't have it at WrestleMania this year, Nakamura, his contract's up in like early 2019. He mm-hmm. may bolt back to Japan if he wants to. Oh, huge chance that happens. Yeah, if they don't book him properly going forward after the the, the losses to Jinder and everything else, and he's been a big star on SmackDown, but they really need to run with him now. And if they don't, there's a good chance he leaves. I mean, the baffling thing of how they booked Nakamura, and look, yes, the language barrier is a bit okay. You know, it, it's a bit it, it, it's a bit suspect, but. That's why you get a mouthpiece for him. That's why managers are needed. Like, you tell me that you have a ton of talents that either can't wrestle, but maybe can talk. Um, I mean, Miz, Miz should, of course, keep wrestling, but I'm just saying, 
he could be a great manager when he decides to hang it up. He's he signed a new four year deal. I saw that. Yeah. Heard, right. Yep. <clears throat> which is great. Which is great. He's great PR for the company. He's won me a in well, like twenty in twenty eleven with his WWE title Ashton, you know with his cash in yeah. for the WWE title. Mm-hmm. Um, but they booked him like crap and people started to sour on him and that wasn't his fault. But good on Miz because you know, I was like or four earlier Joe the one over I thought would. And I mean, you know, we're all fans and we all like and like and dislike we do. Sure. But bravo to Miz, you know, from talking to you on Twitter for a number of years, uh, I think five years, I think is what you were saying, going on six now at this point, <clears throat> you, um, big Miz fit and still are, and that's great. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he's withstood the, t- the test of time. I've been through him with the, uh, I've been a fan since the uh, dark days when he wasn't as uh, well-liked or wasn't as uh, pushed as he is now. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the, the hoorah Miz. Yeah, the hoorah days. I, I don't think How I, did he... I came around a little after that. I became a fan of his like in late oh, 08, but yeah, when he first came on the oh, scene, that, he was doing the, the hoorah shit. That's, yeah. that's right. That's right. You started watching in 2008. I forget that. Let me just tell you right now, the hoorah stuff, the fact that he overcame that <laughs> yeah. proves that he deserves, oh God, he deserves a lifetime contract with WWE for that. Um, yeah. But, you know, going back to Mania, there's a lot of bit and a lot of good stuff that they could do with it. I think they could they they're setting the pieces up a lot better here than I mean, and they set pieces up nicely for thirty three. They threw thirty two together like like okay. Why? You have all this T V time and you're just throwing this together? Yeah. Well I mean with thirty two, um, I don't know. Well the only real thing they had their mindset on was obviously Roman and H, which they had been building towards for months, and even that wasn't that good. Everything else felt like it had come together literally last minute with Ambrose and Lesnar with a change of plans. Uh, Taker and Shane was not the original plan, obviously. That was supposed to be Cena Shane, uh, to Taker, and that match sucked with Shane and Taker. That whole WrestleMania was fucked, except for the, the women's match was great. Beyond that, that WrestleMania was abysmal. Yeah, yeah the women's match, the ladder match, was Zack Ryder one. Yes, yeah, so the ladder match too. The only reason I mean I liked the match a lot. It was a really, really good match. The only thing I didn't like about it was that it felt like, like you know, like the X division matches where they're like really exciting, but they mean absolutely nothing because there's no story there whatsoever. At least like the old X division matches. That's what it felt like. Oh, to absolutely. Because it felt like, like you said, they felt like they threw it together at the last minute. Um, that whole WrestleMania was just that. I was not a fan of that mania either. Well, no, I mean the fact that it took four years to get over, I mean, really didn't help. Um, but that mania, that's going back going back to just a scripting promo thing, or people reading from scripts. You can see Cole reading as Shane died, for the love of mankind. Oh God, Cole. Yeah. Just no. You tell me you tell me that you don't like the uh you don't like the it's boss time every time that Sasha Banks comes out? It's the big dog. It's the big oh, dog, yeah exactly. <laughs> Cole isn't a bad guy. He did good in the UK tournament. He does good when he's not overproduced. I mean, any announcer would. You got 72-year-old man screaming in your damn ear. I mean, I'd be upset too. Yeah. But, ugh, I don't know. It's just mania. They got some potential. Um, it is unfortunate about Jason Jordan um, with his neck. I mean, I guess he's trying to be like his K-Babe dad now. But in all seriousness. Like I do father, like son. Comes. 
And I always think back to the when that story first happened, and my best friend was like, he instantly thought the Family Guy segment, my black son. And like, like, oh, God. Oh, God, that's what this is. <laughs> Pretty that, much. That's what this is. Yeah. Ridiculous. I don't know. I, I, they, what I'm worried about is that they're going to kind of throw the pre-show together. I'm worried about that. Well, do you think... Well, no, I was just going to say that now that they've announced, as of last week, the finals of this Cruiserweight Championship tournament will take place at WrestleMania. Do you think the kickoff show, it's going to be reserved for that? I mean, mean, at this point, I hope not, just because Neville and Aries was slated for the main card before they got bumped, which to me was a shame, because it was one of the best matches of the night, and they had to kick off the show on the fucking kickoff show, and it's no coincidence that neither guy is still with the company, or at least Neville's not on TV anymore. At this point, um, I think that match, if they really want people to take 205 Live seriously, they have to have the finals of the Cruiserweight Championship Tournament take place on the actual show. Have it open up the main card. Have yeah, it that would be perfect. That would be perfect. Um, it Cedric, I would have Cedric. Um, there's an idea to maybe have somebody slotted in their last minute to really spice it up, like they could have Ray come in. Which I'd be for. That'd be cool, um, yeah. <laughs> Ray, I mean, you want to talk about somebody where it's like, I was surprised to see him return at the Rumble. I go, hey, he returned at the Rumble. And he's Ray Mysterio from 1996. The guy's in incredible shape. What the hell? Yeah, it's like he took a fucking DeLorean back to 1995, and he, he looks like he's in yeah. incredible shape, yeah. It was back before his knees were all bad. I mean, yeah. I, know that he can't, I know he can't wrestle like he used to. He can do it in spots, which... That happens with any wrestler. And, I mean, in the man's style, it's amazing he can even still walk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, Cedric, I would almost have Cedric versus Roderick Strong if we were to do, you know, if that if we were to fantasy book that. Dude, I was just about to got, say, I completely agree. Yeah, because Roddy, Roddy advanced on Tuesday night. And I was thinking originally, I tweeted last week, if the finals aren't Cedric and Atami in the finals, then this, this company doesn't know what they're doing. But that was before I figured out that Roddy was in the tourney, and Roddy won on Tuesday, beating Hideo Atami. So I think uh, if you want the best possible match, I think it's got to be Alexander and Roderick Strong. And if they continue to build both guys up, I think it's a match that could real. And they're allowed to go all out, all out on the show. That would be an amazing yeah. opening for the show, for the pay-per-view. Well, I mean, think about it. You got the lumbar check and then the side of the back break. It writes itself. I mean, that right there. Yeah. That, that right there sells it. I mean, I've been, I, I've been a fan of Roderick Strong back in his brief. TNA run, I think it like I think it was late oh five, early oh six, or might have been early oh six beyond. <clears throat> and he's Roderick, the thing is, is he wrestles great. Just yeah, no no question about promos. his wrestling ability whatsoever. Yeah, I agree. Just just don't have him cut long promos. And it's not that he can't talk. It's just I don't it's not that I don't believe it. I just I was like, eh, don't stick to wrestling. Cedric has a good story. You know, he's worked really hard. Going all the way back to the Cruiserweight Classic when the fans were chanting, please sign Cedric. Yeah, um, exactly. And that was, he should have really there, won that whole thing, in my opinion. He should have won that whole tournament. If they weren't going to sign Ayabushi, it should have been Cedric winning the whole thing. Yeah. You know, and speaking of Ibushi, and this is going back just like real quick, did you see the Ibushi cody match at Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, that was one of the four matches I watched, and I thought it was honestly the best Cody Rhodes match I've ever seen, which should not surprise anyone, but it was an amazing match, yeah. I thought. 
that 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 freaking crossroads off the apron where I'm like, is Coda alive? Yeah, I thought I had to. I, I mean, I felt like I had to check myself into the doctors to go get a doctor's appointment after watching that movie because I felt like I broke my own neck watching that. Freaking hurt me watching. I mean, and <clears throat> I did like the storytelling. We're going with Omega because uh, Coda and Omega, you know, had a partnership before. Not that I mean, even despite the gimmick, but Kenny uh, doesn't love you like I love you. It's like, Cody, your wife's <laughs> out there. Um, <clears throat> anyway, no, that was that was good stuff. I enjoyed that. With Abushi, I think the problem is that they went to sign Abushi and Zack Sabre Jr. And it's a good thing that it's a good thing Coda didn't, looking at how they're just now finally kind of getting 205 Live back. Yeah, I completely agree. Even wrestling blow. You get a blow up call in an office. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. Um, live, though. They had the show up. That's the only way to do it. I think that's yeah. the best possible way to have the con- the tournament conclude. If you really want to make that show mean something, you got to have it open up WrestleMania, and it's got to be two people that can put on the best possible match. And the 205 Live roster has a lot of good wrestlers, but they just don't have, you know, they don't have the two people that can put on the mats that Cedric and Rod Str- Roderick Strong can. I, I mean, I completely agree. It's just it's like it, that, and the IC title, if they, if they wanted to do something like that, IC title, Braun... Braun versus Miz would be fine if you want to get Braun a title. My thing is, is from there, you have to give Miz elevation to Universal. Have him win Money in the Bank again. I mean, I don't know if Money in the Bank is dual brand paper. So have Miz win Money in the Bank. Have him cash in on Roman if Roman wins at the, well, when Roman wins. Have Miz win the title at SummerSlam. Well, Why not? Do you think? Why well, I completely agree. I think I think Miz should absolutely win back Money in the Bank and cash it in successfully. I've heard other ideas though that maybe you have him cash it in on SmackDown and he goes back to SmackDown and he wins the championship over there. Now having him be the guy on Raw would be great, but it goes back to what you were saying earlier, which I totally agree with. That when he had that first championship run, which was which was pretty good, all by, you know by all accounts, but. Uh, by most accounts, but it was like he was overshadowed constantly by the John Cena's and the Nexus's and the Randy Orton's of the world. And The Rock. And The Rock, exactly. I feel like the same thing would happen on Raw this time around with Brock if he sticks around and the big dog Roman Reigns and everyone else in that show. I feel like if you went over to SmackDown to take that championship from... Could you imagine like a Miz Nakamura feud? I feel like on the mic it'd be great with Miz, you know, making fun of Nakamura. And it looked like that's what they were going to do before or after uh, Nakamura's debut last year, but then Miz went to Raw, so they couldn't do it. But um, I feel like Miz winning the belt on SmackDown, he'd be better off long-term than he would be on Raw. I would be for that. I'd be for that. I I think him going there would be perfect. Him going back to SmackDown, because if they're going to do the superstar shakeup thing, one, Bailey needs to go to SmackDown. Yeah, they gotta separate Banks and Bailey. They gotta get they gotta get them off the same show. Well, I mean, they're not just that. It's like Bailey. I mean, they 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 torpedoed everything with her. Everything. Oh last, yeah, like year. No, for sure, for sure. But, I mean, the Alexa, ugh, Alexa, this is your life segment. That aged me by like 
five years. <laughs> yeah. And they had a lot of they, Lynch, they had messed the Bailey's Lynch booking before that. that. They had messed the Bailey's booking before that, but that was really like oh, yeah. the last, you know, the final nail in the coffin because that was one of the worst raw segments I have ever seen. I mean, it was it's I just it's like yeah, if Bailey had won the title at Mania, had that big moment and then lost it a month later, people say, "Oh, that would have been worst booking." No, it would have been perfect booking. No, that would have been amazing. Why would you have her win the belt on Raw? You know what I mean? That was so yeah. stupid. I think having her win at WrestleMania was just what her character needed, but they fucked it up and they rushed it. Well, and that's that's like one of the only things I hated about that mania, where I was like, you know, it, it, it just it didn't help. It just didn't help anyway. The women were kind of torpedoed right there. Don't get me wrong. The Raw women were treated better than the SmackDown women. Um, That was bad. Really bad. That was not a good match, All yeah. The, all the women in one segment. <laughs> well, I mean, I've said um, this. I've said this on the show a million times before, so this is nothing new. But we really need a one-on-one women's match at WrestleMania this year. No more of this fucking multi-woman bullshit. We need a real one-on-one feud going into WrestleMania. Just an idea on the pre-show because they got a two-hour pre-show. Yep. You want to put women on the card? You have some experienced women and some of the younger women, like say Seth Rollins, Liv Morgan, that kind of stuff. Have five on five. If you want to have an elimination tag, you know I know it's, I know it's not Survivor Series. Have that five on five. You yeah, women on the card. Like they did at WrestleMania. Experience. They did at WrestleMania a few years ago at thirty two. I remember the whole total diva shit, which was awful. But it was like you know at least it was they got the women on the card. But just do it on the kickoff show. You don't need it on the main card. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's like ain't safe. You know what they're probably gonna do. They're probably gonna have Charlotte versus Rousey. Honestly, I think, well, I mean, I think that's a big match they should do at some point. I'm, this is what I'm thinking. I think, well, they're not going to do this, but it should be Banks and Bailey at WrestleMania. I don't like Bailey and Banks winning the belt a fucking millionth time, but I think it's a bigger match to do for the Raw women's title than, Os- not Asuka, um, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, which I just don't think, I don't know, I just don't think anyone r- would really care. I think Banks and Bailey have the history there. You know they'd have a better match. On SmackDown, that's where you insert Asuka into the SmackDown scene because she could choose either belt. She goes for Charlotte, True. and then then you could just do something with Rousey and Stephanie and H, which I know isn't ideal, but maybe you do a mixed tag team match, which has been rumored. I don't know if the Rockets involved or if it's Braun or someone else, but it's like I don't know. We we, we got to find out if Rousey can work first before we put her in a big match at WrestleMania that she will likely win too. And just just make it. It's excited to have Charlotte versus Rousey. Rousey wins. Not necessarily a big fan of Carmella cashing in a mania. You want to make Carmella a star, and you want to get her heat. Never beat Rousey. When do you think? Well, yeah, if it's not at WrestleMania, when else would she cash in? Yeah. I mean, she I mean, has time after exactly that. But what I don't know. Yeah. You know, well, it, like, it comes up after a year. That contract after a year. I mean, at that point, you got three months left. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the weird thing is that if it's not before WrestleMania, so. Like, let's say they do do what I just said. They have Asuka win the championship instead. You're not going to have her cash in on Asuka because she's not going to lose. You know, Asuka's not going to lose to fucking Carmella, so you can't do that. So if it's not before WrestleMania, then I don't know when else do you do it. Unless your contract just runs out. So I don't, I don't really, I'm not really sure. But yeah, I think that'd be a better possibility if what what you just uh, booked. I present some pushback, so to They should have had Bray beat Cena at Mania 30. They didn't. They should have had, I mean, they couldn't have had Bray Taker, but they should have had Sting beat Triple H at Mania 31. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Goldberg should have beaten Triple H Elimination Chamber 
and they didn't have him win the title. There's an example. Booker T should have won against Triple H at Mania 19. Yes, I'm still salty. <laughs> Rightfully so. That was an awful booking decision. The fetch me a towel line. Great. Awful. Great. Um, no, they've done. I agree with you that they would. That Carmella would probably lose if she cash, tried to cash in on Oscar and probably even Rousey. But at this point, I don't even know if Carmella's ready to be champion. She hasn't come that far. Yeah, she really has. I mean, she's improved, but not to the point where she's like champion worthy over someone like Charlotte or Rousey or Asuka. Right. And nothing is Naomi, but I have to constantly be reminded that Naomi was champion. Nothing against Naomi. I just can't remember anything about her title reign because she defended it. Her big match on pay-per-view was defending against Lana. That was it. Yeah, she had. Yeah, that was it. Her her title run was completely uneventful, despite the fact she held it for like three or four months, because they only had multi women matches on pay per view for like four fucking months. Yeah, and it was ridiculous. I mean, it's not against Naomi. Naomi's a really good athlete. I don't think Naomi could have been a long term champion anyway. If they had booked her a little better, maybe. But I mean, I was thrilled when Natty beat her. I mean, that's a huge fan, Natty. <laughs> but I. With the women, yeah, I mean, it's like your your idea of having Oscar go SmackDown actually works pretty well because, like you said, you go for either belt. Um, it's nice with the men that they had Nakamura say, "I'm going to face AJ Styles." Right there, okay. Yeah, because we already and knew that like, was going to happen anyway. Yeah. Yay! Nakamura's going to face AJ Styles. Crap! That means we're getting Reigns versus Lesnar again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I just, you know, and. There's plenty of there, and NXT is doing some good builds for um, you the know, New Orleans show. All, yeah, yeah, for New Orleans already. It's probably. I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, at the time, you know, we're talking about this is still nearly two months away. But it's probably going to be Alistair Black versus uh, Andrade Cien Almas. I mean, it's got to be, and that makes the most sense. People have been saying that for months. I just got finished doing hashtag before I got on the phone with you, and I was thinking to myself like. Because, you know, remember, I don't know if you heard the report that it was supposed to be Lars Sullivan in that spot instead. And I like Lars Sullivan a lot. I think he's coming along very nicely. But Lars Sullivan versus Andrade Almas as a takeover main event would have made absolutely no sense. And I think that was a Dave Meltzer report who we said, oh, it's going to be Lars Sullivan in the main event. Like, that would have made absolutely no sense. That's purely bullshit because it was supposed to be Aleister Black the entire time, I'm sure. Well, Meltzer didn't put much stock in it because it doesn't involve the young bucks for Omega. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take place in the Tokyo, though. That's a good point. There you go. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I don't... I don't I got nothing against Meltzer as a person. He's just... He, he's an informed fan, but he is still just a fan at the end of the day. Yeah, so as we all anybody that gets pissed about his ratings or any of this, guys, he's a fan. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I just... Yeah, Lars... No, Lars versus... Killian Dane to me would make more sense on that show. Way more sense. Yeah, I agree. That they teased that at one point. I think Lars got hurt, so they couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, I think that was yeah, probably yeah. supposed to be the match. That was supposed. It was probably supposed to be Lars and Killian to take over Philly before he got hurt. Yeah. So he, I think he'll be back soon, though, which is good because I like yeah, that match a what lot. What happened? Did he did he suffer like he hadn't been on any show since the stick? Like, did he get a knee injury? Because I know he's got the huge knee brace. Yeah, no, I'm not sure. Um, I never really found out that someone, I think it might have been Meltzer, who had said he had a health issue of some sort, but he wasn't exactly specific. So 
I don't know. Hopefully it's not anything too major and he'll be, uh, he'll be back soon. But yeah, he hasn't been on any shows for like about a month and he hasn't done any live events. So yeah, it's a little weird how it's kind of disappeared out of nowhere. Well, if you re- remember, Velveteen disappeared out of nowhere right after TakeOver uh, Houston. Yeah. That was apparently because I, I guess he had to go to rehab. Is that true for, for yeah. an injury? I heard it was rehab. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was rehab for an injury or rehab because of a substance issue. I don't oh, know. I don't know. Uh, that's, I don't know. He came back in time for takeover. So at least he wasn't gone too long. Yeah. Well, I mean, it might've been what, cause he did really, really well at that takeover. And I mean, I would argue that was one of the 10 best matches of the year that WWE put on. Oh, easily. No um, doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but with NXT, it's like, they have to do Ciampa versus Gargano, obviously. And, I mean, Ciampa's going to be ready. I mean, even with that knee brace, he's going to be ready. Oh, yeah, he will be. There's no doubt, yeah. I mean, they, they got me again with the graphics, the graphics ending the show, and then there's Ciampa. Ah, there he is. Yeah. Ah. I got that See, right. that, that's that's graphics done right, where you put up the little thing in the corner, and you think the show is over, and then Ciampa comes up and beats the shit out of him. NXT does graphics done right. They don't do this damn subtitles for every goddamn promo, and they don't tell you who's about to talk before they start talking, like they did with Raw and SmackDown every single week now. Well, that's the thing. NXT is like, I mean, in the, is everything a home run? No. I would argue a lot of the TakeOver shows, if you dissect them, have about three good matches, three good to great matches, and two filler matches, and that's nothing against any of the talents. You were talking about, I I can't remember if it was a random video blog or you're talking about one of your Ask GSM videos, but um, you were talking about watching some of the older shows, like TakeOver Arrival and other stuff, where it's like, yeah, they had a couple good matches, but a lot of it was thrown together. Oh, easily. Like Enzo Mori and Sylvester Lafort, like those type of matches. That was not an instant classic by any means. So, I, so that's why I don't God like when does. people say, oh, I miss the old NXT. You really? You miss Enzo Mori versus Sylvester Lafort or fucking Xavier Woods versus Rusev? Like, I don't know if you miss everything about the old NXT, you know? Forgot all about before when they had to lose his hair and everything. Yeah, right? that, whole... that was something they could have done something with and they didn't go anywhere with it. Well, it wasn't it wasn't Wait, him. It was um it was his buddy. What was his name? The French guy, Marcus Louis. That goof. Louis, Louis, Louis. Right. Yeah, he looked Louis. he looked like Deadpool, but they didn't know they went nowhere with the guy. Oh God, he looked like Deadpool from the X Men Origins movie. <laughs> the bad the bad the bad Deadpool. Yeah, the bad Deadpool. Exactly. Well, real I, quick. I, any more wrestling thoughts? Because I do want to ask you one more question before I let you go. We've actually run up about an hour, which is crazy because it feels like we've only been talking for five minutes. Right? Yeah. Happens every what? single time. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. But yeah, I... what, what was, yeah, what was the question? Sorry. Well, no, wait, no, no. I was going to ask you a question. Yeah, no, I was just going to ask you one more question before we wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, we pretty much talked about everything that happened that's going on in WWE now anyway between WrestleMania, Chamber, NXT, and everything. So we pretty much covered everything anyway. Um, but I do want to ask you one real quick non-wrestling question, or maybe a broader question. Obviously, you do movie uh, movie reviews on your channel. You just talked about Winchester a couple days ago. We just mentioned Deadpool. Um, any movies you're looking forward to that are coming that you're looking forward to that are coming out in the next couple months? You might do a review for on the channel. Um, probably gonna do a review of that Annihilation movie. This has got Natalie Portman. The Alien one that's coming out in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Strangers sequel, like it's coming out March 9th. Um, there's one called Truth or Dare. I heard about that. I don't know. Did you not see the trailer? I haven't seen the trailer, but I did. I just yeah. saw the poster for it. Yeah. 
it it looks it it, it looks terrible. <laughs> it's, got, <laughs> it's, it's got whoever Lucy Hale is in it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a friend of mine told me that that's Lucy Hale. Okay, I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> but no, some of that stuff. I mean, probably I think the nuns coming out later this year. That's one of the Conjuring. Yeah, because she was she was in the Conjuring two or Annabelle or something yeah, like con- that. Conjuring, Conjuring. She actually, well, she was in Conjuring two. Um, more featured, you know, the demon. And then, yeah. did you see Annabelle Creation? I didn't see that. No, but I was. I remember when it came out a few months ago, though. Yeah. The nun, the the nun actually did make a brief appearance in there, even though it's only in shadows. That's um, what I thought. That's what someone told me. Yeah. Yeah. So, but those kind of movies. I mean, because it's like I look at I look at the lineup, and I'm like, you know, I mean, yeah, there's some superhero movies that I'll probably watch maybe on Netflix. Just I like some superhero movies, but I'm not like big big into it. Yeah, if, you, like if you're not thinking of superhero or, movies, yeah, then like the last the next couple months, like between Deadpool, Infinity War, Ant Man, all those movies are coming out. Um, what about Slender Man? Are you looking forward to that? Is that a horror movie or what is that? I know what it is, but I mean, like, is it a horror movie? I mean, like, what is it? I mean, it it, it looks horrible. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it does. I mean, it looks literally like a made for TV movie. Yeah, yeah, I haven't like, seen any I mean, trailers I'll, I mean, for it. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. I'll watch Slender Man. I mean. Speaking of the Slender Man, what well, you know, the Slender Man stabbings. Just seriously, that that kind of stuff. It, I, that's why I feel the movie's in bad taste. Because I'm like, guys, given what just happened, yeah. come on. Wasn't the whole too thing long with Slender ago, Man yeah. is past by now. Mm-hmm. It's past. I mean, but yeah, I'll be watching some more movies and stuff like that. I mean, I might even, I might even do a review, a, a, a reflection on it came from outer space. Which came out this year, like sixty-five years ago. Oh wow! Or it came out sixty-five years ago this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's how old. And it's actually from one of my favorite directors, Jack Arnold, who also directed Creature from the Black Lagoon mm-hmm. and some various stuff. I mean, I'll do I'll do some like <laughs> reflection reviews and stuff like that. But it's like mainly I'm more wrestling focused now, mm-hmm. um, just because of like you know we've been talking about the WrestleMania season. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, a lot more wrestling-focused stuff going into WrestleMania in the next few months, of course. And, of course, there's New Japan that I'll be watching. I mean, it's like they got this big match on February 10th at uh, Okada versus Sonata, which they could have a shock title change because they did have Omega suddenly drop the U.S. title, which I didn't see coming. Um, yeah, I was, I was shocked by that, yeah. One match I would recommend you check out. It's like the new, be- the new beginning one. It's like if you can check it out. Suzuki versus Tanahashi. If you want to just see something where it's like it's great submission wrestling, like where a guy won't give up but he should, and one guy just is relentless, like with submission wrestling, mm-hmm. and beat them up, that would be one that was for the IWGP Intercontinental Title. Oh, okay, um, nice. Yeah, it's, it's really good stuff. I mean, I, I, I watched enough New Japan before, but it's like I'm when I get to review it. I was like, okay, cool. You know, the reviews are doing pretty well. And a lot of people, a friend of mine pointed out, a lot of people aren't reviewing New Japan. No, there's not a lot of New Japan reviews out there. Yeah, for sure. Just a lot of people just watch it. Yeah. Which I don't get because I'm like, well, guys, if you do video blogs, review it. I mean, not yeah. everybody can, but still. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what about you? You just got normal articles planned and stuff like that? I mean. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, for WrestleMania season, you mean? Yeah, well, WrestleMania season, I don't know if you're going to do movie blogs or this kind of stuff or anything either, so. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess it depends what comes out. I mean, I'm looking forward to the movies that are coming out in, like, uh, after WrestleMania. Like, May is is pretty stacked with I want to see Deadpool, 
Um, Infinity War, the Han Solo movie comes out that month, and then then June has the... Oh, the uh, Han Solo movie comes out in May? Yeah, it comes out in May, yeah. Oh, wow, geez, that time was a layer in the year. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you, I'm paying attention to. You know what? You might that's have... A, sorry, go ahead. No, that's a lot. I forgot that the Han Solo movie's already coming out. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, that one, yeah, usually they come out in, like, December, but it's coming out a lot earlier this year, I think over Memorial Day weekend, but, um, real quick before I let you go, I do want to ask you about this, I don't know if you saw it or not, you probably saw that you definitely saw the originals, I'm sure, and you may have been, I may have seen you talk about it at some point, were you familiar, have you seen the Cloverfield movies, are you a fan of those movies, did you see the most recent one that came out on Netflix? I saw Cloverfield, I liked, I thought it was fine, I hated 10 Cloverfield Lane. Really? Um, you didn't like I, that movie? Okay, let me rephrase. I didn't hate it. Okay. I, I just, it, for me, it was like, okay, you remember the Twilight Zone episodes? I don't know if you've seen any of the classics. Uh, a few of them, yeah, and, yeah, I've seen a number of them. an yeah. hour-long Twilight Zone episode, it would have been fine. Full-length movies, I didn't end up sure. That's yep. just my opinion. Mm. But it had some good atmosphere. I have not seen the Cloverfield Paradox yet. I heard it was terrible. <laughs> it wasn't a great movie. It, like, barely connects to the other movies. That's the issue. I think that's where people got disappointed. Well... God, just that's a quick cash grab then. No, it really is. I mean, it really is. <laughs> I mean, if you're not going to tie it in at all, ridiculous. Oh, by the way, a movie I did not care for before, before go, Life. Life? Yeah, the the uh, one with Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Space one. It's funny that you mentioned that because literally, I know you said you haven't watched Paradox yet. I saw Life last year, completely forgot that I saw it. I saw it with one of my roommates from college. And it was right. literally, if you watch Paradox, let me know if you watch it because it's almost the exact same thing as Life. Literally the same oh, movie. And that's why it was, God. that's why it's like very forget. It's like a decent movie, but it's like you won't remember it a couple months from now. That's the issue with it. Yeah, oh, Life God. is the same thing. Literally, I'm glad you said that because Life and Paradox are like one and the same. All the all the space monster movies, same exact thing. No difference. It's like Event Horizon. I don't know if you ever saw that. That was from years ago, but... Uh, mm Is that good? I didn't care. Or was that terrible? Yeah, just Lawrence Fishburne, Sam Neill. It's like, okay, you got these two guys in, and that's what you put out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Lazy. Yeah. Now, plenty of stuff planned. It's just, it's just, I'm not even kind of winging it, but it's just plenty of stuff planned. I'll do some breaking news stuff if I talk, if I talk about like any you know like oh person got injured or person got released or something like that. Sure, I'll talk about that. But a lot of I'm backing off on because even though they did well, I'm like, eh, you know, I, I got I got so much work I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> like life gets in the way. Yeah, yeah, life totally gets yeah. in the way. You just got to pace yourself. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm doing. I'm not cranking videos out like I did in 2015, 2016, last year. Mm-hmm. I'm doing them here and there. Yeah, no, that's but I perfect. Do have a, yeah. I do have a redux of times in wrestling that pissed me off that's going on, mm-hmm. um, which I think you may remember the original series. I believe so. Where I was not kind to some people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I'm going to do here. But I'm going to m- push it out, you know, every week or every couple weeks and just do that for a few months. Nice, nice. Well, I'll be surely looking forward to it. Many other people can as well. They can subscribe on YouTube, like I said, Real Honesty with John Ritland. Like you said earlier, the link's on your Twitter page, at Reborn Again. Uh, and people can check out your other appearances right here on WrestleRant Radio, Chief Plug as well, for past episodes of the show on NextDayWrestling.net, as well as right here on iTunes every single Thursday. Just simply search up WrestleRant Radio on the Apple Podcast app. So before I let you go, John, any final thoughts, any last words? 
don't have Taker wrestle, and for the love of God, somehow don't have Reigns win a Mania. No, seriously, just don't take a wrestle <laughs> and just. But in all seriousness, it, it, it's always a blast to be on here. Great, great chat. Um, really happy to see your radio show take taken off. Um, can't wait to see what else it does. I mean, I know you have some great interviews with uh, rest, current wrestlers and past wrestlers, and that's really cool. So, but yeah, just keep 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 doing good. And hey, it'll be fun to interact during Mania. Even Thanks, if the man. show's going to take about six years to be done. <laughs> I didn't I didn't mind it last year because I was there, but I'll be back sitting at home as a fan this year, so it's going to be tougher to right. digest. WrestleMania 32, I was dead. I was dead by the end of that. I mean, I was dead last year, too, because I was there, but two years ago was like, whew, it's a long show. Oh, yeah. I did a, my review with, I, I did it with a friend of mine. We rushed through it and still went 51 minutes. Holy shit, that's crazy. Well, because think about how much stuff there was to talk about. There's so much shit to talk about from those WrestleManias, yeah. You gotta break everything down, oh. it takes about an hour. Yeah, I did my retrospective review from that WrestleMania about a year ago from my WrestleRant show, and it took me about 45 minutes because there was so much to talk about and even rant about because the show wasn't that good. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to WrestleMania 34. It should definitely be an interesting show, to say the least. Well, like I said again, dude, uh, always having you, always great having you here on the show. Always a blast. I'm sure we'll do it again at some point in the near future. And uh, like you had said as well, enjoy WrestleMania week, and I'll talk to you soon, dude. For sure, man. Take care. You too. Catch you down the road. Adios. Bye.